since you mentioned uh, youtube videos i would uh, just like to uh, in a minute i would like to go through some of the encouraging comments that we have received Be because uh, just like you say that there is absolutely no material on this subject whenever we uh, circulate uh, um, about our uh, announcements of our lectures people keep on asking me it's not not those people who are in the academics but simple people my relatives or friends and all the time every single time we make a round of announcement every week they ask me where is the material about um, th these topics and um, just one one more thing which you which you said uh, which you told me that um, um, that of course there is for example in the case of vastu or or um, uh, architectural science there are ancient textbooks that deal with these topics and what is the need of these scholars then it is that like mother bird they are chewing things and then feeding their little ones the scholars are actually making it very simple and uh, interesting for the the, the curious uh, minded students uh, to to make them understand these topics i would quickly um, um, skim please, through the comments please, please carry on, please. Uh, one of our uh, uh, former student at iit gandhinagar uh, she says that i am immensely glad that i took up the course as the amount of engagement i received uh, with various fields here would have been impossible to acquire otherwise especially in the course of a semester yes this is a full semester course and it's not just humanity students or students of any particular stream but it's a hardcore engineering students who are taking up this course uh, attending it and uh, bringing out interesting um, essays in the end about their individual projects she continues that i would have to thank you for organizing the wonderful session that we had as apart from opening new avenues of interest they also helped me with my other courses uh, some uh, more feedback of iit gn students of a uh, past um, uh, editions of this courses uh, say a uh, beauty of the uh, it was uh, in the answer of the question what do they like about the course and they say that uh, beauty of the ancient indian technologies and culture lecture from different eminent professors around the country the quality and variety of the topics covered diversity of topics and so on knowing several glories of our own country and getting credits for it i have experienced in my sanskrit courses that students are indeed quite curious about our knowledge systems philosophy technologies and literature they continuously want to read sanskrit so that they can uh, go through literature about uh, th these uh, branches of knowledge and over our view youtube uh, videos also we get some interesting comments such as um uh going down before that immeasurable intelligence that we are losing gradually we need more great souls like you to bring back our lost glory um one of our uh, lectures by um um uh, uh, professor um 
Shashikala Anand was very popular on YouTube and uh, people continuously ask about um, uh, contact uh, contact numbers or email IDs of these scholars. So uh, through our uh, archive videos, people are getting touch uh, with these scholars. With this, I will stop so that other topics could be discussed. Uh, Vipur, would you like to comment on this? Uh, or would you like to uh, perhaps take up some questions which, which are there in the chat? I do not know. Uh, whatever you, you would like to add at this moment, you will have to unmute yourself. <clears throat> Thank you. I would be very happy for you to um, answer questions because... Please, please. You know, so, so there are... Uh, uh, Shrinivasji, would you want to take the Q&A or should I? Uh, can I, before we move to questions, can I make one general remark? Please. If I may, which will... Srinivas, I hope I did not cut you short. No, 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 please, please okay. do, Professor. You see, what I want to emphasize is that we are dealing with a totally abnormal situation. Actually, this course should not exist if independent India had done its job of chalking out a proper Indian policy of education, which all stalwarts, pre-independent stalwarts, had asked for. If you will see Vivekananda, Tagore, Sri Aurobindo, of course, and so many others, they had, they had emphasized the need for a national education, right? It was one of the four demands of the early independence movement. So we should not have this course because all these Indian knowledge systems would already be integrated in normal education. In their place, you study civil engineering, let us say at any level, you would learn something in the introductory part about ancient civil engineering techniques from buildings to water structure to urbanism and so on. You study medicine, you would automatically have to study something of Ayurveda. And you study philosophy, you would start from the Indian philosophical system before turning to the Western systems, right? But this has not happened, we all know that. Our educational system remains deeply colonized. And I'll give one example, and then I will uh, keep mum. One example of colonization is, uh, which I've used several times, is Bangalore University a few years ago floating a new uh, curriculum or syllabus for its master's course in mathematics, right? So all universities have MSc in mathematics. And you can still download it today. I did it just the other day. It's still there. The same syllabus is there. It so happens that uh, out of some good intention, this, M this MSc mathematics syllabus has one paper on history of mathematics, right? So the idea is nice because most syllabi will not even have that, okay? You're just feeding the students today's mathematics as if it emerges, you know, whole and complete and perfect at one go. You don't even tell them that this is the result of a very long process of evolution of ideas. Okay. This, and I have the syllabus and you can go to Bangalore University Mathematics Department, you can download the syllabus and you will see that I have it, I could display it, but it's not necessary. But strangely, they start from European mathematicians like Euler and Gauss and others, which of course they were, they were illustrious mathematicians. And then they switch back to ancient times 
and come back to modern times. Okay, so strange chronology doesn't matter. When they go to ancient times, they speak about Greek mathematics and Arabic mathematics, or mathematics in the Greek world and mathematics in the Arab world. And that is all. There is no mathematics in India, there is no mathematics in China, there is no mathematics elsewhere. So I always say, can you imagine what would happen to a Greek professor teaching in Greece, Greek students, a paper on history of mathematics and completely omitting Greek mathematics, what would happen to him or her? They would be kicked out. Or they would be laughed at at least, but not in India. We don't laugh at them, we don't kick them out. They can afford to have a paper on history of mathematics and they don't even mention a single contribution from India. It shows the depth of colonization of you know, the, the Indian mind that we are scared. We don't want to, to talk about it. I don't know if it is fear in this case or sheer ignorance or hostility or a complex combination of all three. We don't know. Uh, I do know that a few, a few scholars wrote to the authorities of the Bangalore University and protested. And the result is that the syllabus remains unchanged. Right. So it's just one symptom. There are many, many other symptoms we are familiar with. Yes. When, when uh -huh. we began to learn economics in class 11, it began with Adam Smith and not Cortezia. Exactly. Exactly. That is the whole point. Uh, I have a textbook, an old textbook of CBSC about democracy in India. And the textbook begins in 1947. So the message is clear. There was no democracy in India before 1947. So in every field, you know, if it is psychology, go to the syllabi of <clears throat> Indian University about psychology. It's all Western psychology. There is hardly any room for yogic systems, you know, of, of, of understanding of, of the, which, which is possibly the most important part of Indian heritage and legacy. Anyway, so <clears throat> there is a symptom, a syndrome perhaps, and, and this is why uh, there is a very long way to go before uh, these efforts become mainstream, uh, whether <clears throat> the CBSE course is still an elective, and it is, as I said, it is a, a almost defunct, half defunct elective, which we are trying to revive. Perhaps something will happen, we'll see. Uh, but in the higher education, so the present MHRD is trying to do something about Indian knowledge systems, but one video conference we had with them was not very encouraging. There's still too much of confusion, and I want, and I'm sorry I'm taking too much time, but this is a very critical point, that we are facing two dangers. One, from one side, are the negationists, those who say basically there is nothing worth learning or spending time on in this ancient knowledge. It's good maybe for scholars, it's good for museums, maybe for foreign tourists, but it's of no use. So forget it. Why do you want it in the education system? So that's what I call the negationist position. There's another extreme position, which are what I call the glorifiers, and which assert that everything was glorious and perfect in some <clears throat> remote age, and that uh, you know Indian civilization had all knowledge. So they will go overboard to the other extreme that all mathematics was conceived in India, which is of course not true, uh, that, uh, that everything was perfect at one go. So they will not even see, for example, that Aryabhatta 
uh, had very important uh, results and breakthroughs in mathematics, but also a few errors. And it's, it's all the more fruitful to study his errors because then we can see the kind of struggle, effort, you know, he was, he was making in his own progress. And, and this progression of ideas is, is so critical to understand. So this glorifying, <coughs> and the other day, <coughs> sorry, we, in the video conference with MHRD, there was so much of it. There were still people in Shastri Bhavan talking about aeronautics in ancient India and genetic manipulations in ancient biogenetics and whatnot. And this is shooting ourselves in the foot. We have to be authentic. We have to be scrupulous. We have to be to accept the limitations, whatever they were, we have to accept that there was no perfect golden age. If Kautilya speaks so much of crime and criminality and all the penalties minutely listed for each and every possible crime, it means that the crimes somewhere were there. So of course we don't have statistics. We can't compare with today's criminal statistics, but it shows that the society was not perfect, but, but he's trying to honestly address the situation with a certain number of redressal mechanisms, and that's what we have to study. So <clears throat> don't over-glorify, do not trust <clears throat> uh, you know, enthusiasts, and we have so many of them on the internet. And that's the problem because our students today rush to the net. YouTube is the ultimate source of knowledge, and it's so difficult to tell them, no, don't go to the internet, wait a minute. If you have to go, we will tell you which websites are reliable, you know? And they are a minority. Most websites are compromised. You cannot depend on, 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 on what you find there. So therefore, our whole effort in this course, other courses which I teach here, uh, and the, the buildup of resources ultimately, so CBSE, we did it, but at higher education level, we still have to do it, is to build a fund of authentic knowledge, which people can access at different levels. And I believe, Vipul, that you wanted to say something about that, right? Yes. Uh, could I, uh, Vipul, can I say something? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Just, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, no, I followed uh, very closely the debate you were having with uh, Mira Nanda, uh, you know, uh, uh, Michelle and, you know, there is this tendency on part of the leftists and also the you know, others from the West to focus on, you know, uh, some of the extreme cases, you know, and then represent that as, uh, you know, the so-called position of what knowledge traditions actually existed in India. And uh, I think it is very important uh, to negate, you know, uh, such kind of uh, authors as well who try to uh, portray that it's only the extreme cases you know, who talk about flights and atomic weapons in Mahabharata as uh, you know, the true scientific uh, you know, position you know, as it stands about history of knowledge traditions in India. In fact, I was uh, reading one of the uh, short biographical essays you know, that you have forwarded and which is also included in the material where you say, a, a wholesome pride of belonging to a country, a culture, a civilization can only be founded on dispassionate knowledge. And I think that is the hallmark of whatever work you have done, is to go down to the sources of all the knowledge and very uh, carefully and methodically uh, and you know uh, document all of this 
for the children you know for uh, you know opening their eyes to you know what actually was the situation in the past for the children of all ages you know children of all ages <laughs> <laughs> because because yeah. we have also a lot of adults we have 90 students registered from outside iit gandhinagar for this course indian association 90 registrants from outside the institute and some come of course in this present situation we have um, only online lectures but before the corona era uh, <clears throat> we had students coming from iim ahmedabad from national institute of design physically coming to attend the lectures so this is one feature of this course that yeah, it is at, at, yes any yeah, at any point of time we would have uh, more uh, uh, outside participants or almost uh, the same number of participants as the uh, number of registered students of the institute sitting yes. at the uh, right. uh, auditorium. auditorium so we have exactly. to uh, book a 100 people auditorium for our course <laughs> and another question i had was about the dvd project that you had mentioned uh, oh. but we didn't discuss that here i'd like to know more about the dvd project and See, i would like to say something there before <laughs> yes certainly I, i'll sum up extremely briefly before sure it's it's a project which is probably no longer going to be a dvd it's going to be a website more than a dvd we started long ago and this was to create a mini encyclopedia accessible at totally beginners level on india's scientific and technological heritage so we developed we means myself and a number of writers quite a lot of topics which we already have in 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 a proper form uh which constitutes perhaps two third of the total uh, range of topics we wanted to deal with or at least more than half uh but at some point i i ran into a series of obstacles one was a software issue we had to dump an entire software which had been prepared before helped to create a new software which we still have to complete and then the problem of building the remaining material for which i was not always capable of doing it myself and i was you know depending on a number of people who promised to help but it didn't work out so we have to and you know and the fact that uh, you know i i do so many different things um, my writings when i can at least a number of papers have come out uh, my courses uh, i collaborate with the CBSC AICT contacts me because they said they want to start a course on Indian knowledge systems wonderful but then can you send us a syllabus you know so i i'm active at many levels and i have my own limitations so i could not pursue though i'm still hopeful of getting hold of a few scholars young scholars who will help us to complete the material and then we'll put it in proper shape now we will is this your take thank you um so you know uh, and this is also related to what you were uh, alluding to if you know what i had to say uh, in the given internet age with the children first of all you know being more interested in uh, superheroes and games and then you know on top of that having very uh, you know uh, small uh, uh, attention span being so you know um, this whole uh imparting of knowledge at a, a class 10 11 12 kind of thing or beyond uh, is probably too late and so you know um uh, it would be good to start a project where 
two minutes do it yourself kind of things could be done where we pick up a topic address for example indian mathematicians or you know other scientists astronomers and you know have do it yourself go to the roof do this and come back two minutes you know and you you teach them something and along with that you also teach them where it comes from and so on and you know some interesting tidbits so that will probably help people uh, and students uh, get into it early so catch them young basically that's the idea so that was one thing i wanted to talk about is there anything else that you were alluding to which uh... you see uh, incidentally i should mention that we are starting at iit gandhinagar a very ambitious project called history of mathematics in india so it's only mathematics and there will be a component of astronomy uh, it will not deal with chemistry it will not, not deal with all the technologies which we started dealing with in that mini encyclopedia um it it is at a very advanced level it is it is right for the top researchers but we also considered the same thing as you said that we will need to integrate short videos you know short interventions short writings short articles things which which modern you know so that we can address all the levels so what you say is absolutely not contradictory with the mini encyclopedia thing that i had in view and which was as i said more than half ready um it's not contradictory it can be a part of it it can be a sector of it or the introduction into it because we should not only feed young young indian snippets there is a danger in doing that if you only feed snippets it remains superficial we need that is only the appetizer you need you know the small snacks which you but they have to come to the main meal at least some of them and for them then the the, the rest of the project is is important uh, i would like to say you know that i i gave this series called exploring indian civilization at iit kanpur 16 lectures and they are and i was extremely surprised each lecture was one solid hour i was extremely surprised by the amount hundreds of emails that i got um, i have to apologize if most of them i had to leave unanswered and 3 lakh views so if 3 lakh views and so many youngsters writing to me that they you know they watched this video that video and it was such a teaching for them if this was possible one hour solid uh, i agree with your two or five minutes or 10 minutes whatever we decide in the end but this cannot only be a, a kind of you know way to to um, pull them in towards the more serious stuff so more serious doesn't mean scholarly and if you remember our discussions we pulled when we were discussing the dvd project former dvd project which we will have to revive in a new form yeah uh, it was that it should be accessible to the rank beginner and intermediate levels these two levels were there not advanced level that is for other projects altogether for the scholars there is already a lot of scholarly material the ordinary educated intelligent indian who wants to discover his or her heritage will not go to the scholarly material we know that so therefore this is a, a kind of you know void a gap a, a chasm that we have to fill and that was one of the reasons behind this project so i i do hope to join hands with you again once we find a few people to help i can see one or two in the chat proposing their help and we will have to 
contact them and see whether we can we can form a team to carry out this project to its completion. Wonderful. I, I have a point uh, uh, here. A couple of points actually, uh, Michelle. Yes, and, Harry. Uh, we have established uh, a company uh, called iGen Plus. Oh. And this is uh, this the idea behind this uh, company is now it's one and a half years. Uh, the CEO is Saumya Agarwal, very dynamic. The idea behind this uh, company uh, it's a joint venture with Indic Academy and uh, Saumya uh, is to teach culture and creativity outside the classroom and curriculum. Excellent. And do this through conferences, contests, courses, and curated experiences. This is what we are doing. So uh, we hope that the CBSC IKS uh, project can be converted into courses. Uh, that's one program. The second program, this DVD project, also we would be happy to do it under that uh, vehicle. Uh, Immediately, we can we can start that. We have discussed excellent, excellent. Uh, so so you, so you and Somia and Vipul and I need to have a separate conversation. Yes, right. Excellent. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing I wanted to talk to you uh, about is uh, another uh, <laughs> long-term favorite project uh, of mine. Is that one is of course. We are looking at Indian, um, Indian uh, situation about how we look at uh, reworking the curriculum and all that. And that, when this government takes pride in the fact that they have not changed even one sentence and all that, I mean, I don't really expect them to change. In six years, they have not changed. I don't expect them to change in four years. So any intervention has, that has to happen has to happen outside the uh, government. Uh, this is my belief, and that's what uh, Indic Academy is trying to do. Uh, so th th this is the Indian scenario. I see a, a broader uh, a broader tailwind across the world. Uh, across the world, I see a broader tailwind. Uh, this is very interestingly happening because of the identity politics uh, uh, and the social justice warrior politics that because of that, there is a big move towards uh, appropriation. There's a big move towards uh, cultural appropriation. There's a big move. You've seen all these things about statues and all that. And uh, indigenous knowledge systems. One of the things as a SJW in courts, I would like to propose and, and create a, a sort of a, an awareness is that this whole thing of uh, West and East in terms of knowledge itself is a very divisive and identity-driven knowledge uh, creation system. Uh, we actually, I, I went to Washington to, uh, to this college called St. John's College. Uh, it's an undergraduate program, and they only do great books of Western civilization. Uh, four years uh, undergraduate program, and they study the great books of Western civilization. One idea is that uh, is should we not have great books of Eastern civilization? That's the first thing. So for which we need to create a curriculum. That's the first thing. The second thing is that we need to have great books of the world, 
the great books of civilization, all civilizations, so that this dichotomy between West and East, geographical dichotomy doesn't happen because a, a student who actually graduates from that school, he is very condescending towards Eastern knowledge systems because he's just, he's just studied great books of Western civilization. So my proposition uh, is that this whole, uh, and, and I am sure this tailwind provided by SJW and identity things, the positive thing about this whole thing would be that we need to, we can't, we need to stop dividing knowledge based on geography. We have to study knowledge in an integrated manner. And I'm not talking about India, I'm talking about a global movement. Once that global movement happens, we, of course, we will follow that. And then probably our HRD ministry and all that will happen. So I'm actually, I'm very sanguine about uh, we succeeding uh, globally rather than in India. So, uh, yes, you have a very broad vision. Um, I would like to say, first of all, that uh, we, you, are, you are right, uh, this whole, you know, West versus East kind of discourse is, is a bit obsolete. It's not, uh, it's not working anymore. First of all, where is the East? Is, is Japan uh, really Eastern anymore? Um, what remains of, of, of Chinese ancient culture in China and so on? So, so I agree that all these border, you know, fault lines are getting eroded. Uh, one way by which I can see that is that, for example, there is a lot of very genuine interest uh, in, in the West for uh, classical Indian civilization. It is studied sometimes much more than in India. Uh, you, you have a lot of, uh, you know, Sanskrit programs in universities, Western universities, for which there is no corresponding equivalent in India. Uh, I, for this uh, history of mathematics project, we work with uh, Western, for example, American, New Zealand scholars who are perfectly fluent in Sanskrit, who can read ancient Indian manuscripts in mathematics, uh, but who also know Arabic and other languages so that they can compare civilizations and, and their complex interactions. So <clears throat> all of this is undeniable. I think that I have stopped, you know, uh, long ago blaming the West for certain biases because <clears throat> first of all, it's quite natural that a, a Westerner uh, uh, should first of all study the West. What is not natural is that an Indian should first study the West. We should first study uh, this, this civilization and then enlarge, understand that all civilizations have interacted in the past and therefore, you can very naturally expand the study from India to the, the, the Greek civilizations, to the, to the Chinese, through just the mechanisms of interaction. And you can develop this kind of you know, integrated view of, of all these uh, civilizations working, interacting together. Yet, they have their own specific identities. It's not as if they were the same. It's not as if the, for example, in mathematics, there's been huge debates about Greek mathematics, ancient, and Indian mathematics, and the fact that they were adopting completely different approaches, methodologies, yielding to different results. 
So we're not saying Indian mathematics was greater than Greek mathematics. There's no point. It is a pointless exercise. But we have to understand the specificities. You see the fact that because, for example, Indian spirituality constantly contemplated inf the infinite. The Jains, for example, the Jain texts are full of discussions about the infinity and also the emptiness, and the Buddhists also, as we know. And this prepared the ground for the mathematical infinite and the zero. So the zero, other civilizations had a zero, but it was a kind of a dead number, dead figure, dead placeholder. They couldn't make it work. Indians could make it work because they had this background. So all these cultural specificities have to be well understood. And then, yes, you, you, you can, by, by you know, comparing or contrasting Indian and Greek, Indian and Mesopotamian, etc., you, you develop this kind of global uh, scholarship, is, if that is what you, you are driving at, where those, those fault lines are no longer dividing lines, but they are simply different cultures uh, uh, in looking at the world, the same world, in different ways, through different worldviews. The worldviews are different. There may be commonalities, of course there will be, but there are also important differences and we should understand them. Otherwise, you know, I've been, uh, even here it happened at IIT Gandhinagar when I floated <clears throat> this Indian knowledge systems course, somebody told me, but why Indian? You know, knowledge is universal. Knowledge is universal, but knowledge is not everywhere the same. And, and uh, uh, this is not something you would, you, would, you know, when I was a schoolboy in France, the, I remember some of our physics and mathematics teacher never failing to highlight the work of a particular French physicist and French mathematician because they wanted us to be aware of that. It was a natural thing to do. And it was, nobody was accusing them of chauvinism or jingoism and so on. So, so I, I think there is a vast program there, there uh, Harikiran, but we have also to, I think we have to start from our own terrain. Uh, otherwise, we might easily get drowned. This is my, my own feeling. Sure. I mean, that's like a 25-year-old project as, as of now. We, we might not live to see because uh, <laughs> politicians yes. are just worthless. Uh, yes. People. Okay. Uh, I think now it's 8.30, 8.31. Uh, I think we've had a wonderful uh, session. And uh, uh, Mana, Shah or Vipul, do you have anything else to add or can I you know, propose maybe closing the session and then... No, uh, I, I'm afraid I'll remember after the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, very not, much, much, uh, not much, maybe, uh, Michelle, um, uh, just, just that, that uh, the, all the, so those, there are many questions here um, that uh, people who are interested into this topic can uh, visit our website which I have mentioned in the chat box, but it will get lost, it seems. Uh, on the website, we have readings for uh, readings shared with students for each of the editions. They are, uh, the, it's a very, very well classified website with uh, information on all the editions of these courses for last four years, including this year. So readings are there, videos are there, 
uh, introduction to the scholars and abstract of their talk is also there so um, um we are building up on this thing we have a like long um, like plan plans for future but uh, as michelle says that uh, it's better to share what we have already done so i would not go uh, into those future plans but uh, th this will be definitely the place which uh, people can come to um Uh, yeah, the, the, where they will find anything they want to find uh, into related subjects. Uh, since, uh, thank you, uh, thank you uh, very much, Mana, and yeah. thank you, Harikaranji, uh, uh, for uh, for your intervention. Uh, it's fantastic the kind of things that were decided on this session, uh, and you know, hopefully, we've heard the news about uh, the CBSE decision as well. I'm really excited about that as well. This is, uh, you know, a lot of we great shall, news today on this see. session. <laughs> we shall see. We shall yeah. See. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's probably good to be skeptical, but anyway. Not thank you very much. Just cautious. Just cautious. Okay. Cautious. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. I think uh, uh, Dr. Pingali Gopalji uh, for starting off uh, today's uh, webinar with your fantastic session. Can yeah, I can I just know, say something? Can I just say something? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I yeah, see that you have changed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, I think if people have noticed uh, the kind of uh, range which uh, Darinos are presents, from Aurobindo to archaeology to history of knowledge systems, it's an amazing kind of a spectrum, and he has a complete authority on all the subjects. And I think that should be an inspiration by itself to all the young generation. Um, you, yeah, you, like. one should see the range of topics students are exploring in their projects under this course they <laughs> like michel would you just say one or two topics that students are dealing with this uh, this 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 semester yeah i don't just, remember just, just now i don't remember that's they, that's your that's your job man oh my god <laughs> they are from so, uh, Vishal ji, would you like to say something as well? Uh, I just want to have one one more remark, uh, Srinivas, if you don't mind. Um, there, I, I just want to leave it out uh, because it's still. Uh, uh, I just want to. Leave. So I, I met Michel five years back. I went to Coimbatore and met him, and there are a couple of things that uh, you know I've been writing to him, and then you know things. To, you know we do so many things we just miss out. But there's one uh, one dream of mine uh, that I want to leave in the public consciousness now. is to use the dvd project and the iks system to set up a national level bonvita quiz kind of a thing that is based on indic knowledge systems for children so this is the dream indic academy is happy to sponsor this i i asked michel to be the quiz master also once and then he laughed and he said look i have too much of work to do but uh, you know he can send the quiz questions for us uh and then probably vipul and shrinivas can <clears throat> we we have a data bank of quiz questions exactly. we we yep. use them for the students exactly uh but they will need to be... one day this yeah. should happen this is right. the thing is that right. it has to happen through the pull and the, the, the you know when there's a contest and the children are excited we'll do it we'll do it you just need to find me 20 or 30 assistants that's all <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, i mean i i I I met Harikaranji about five to six years ago, and from that time I've been seeing him talking about the same thing. You know, he talks about the the Khan Academy version of the Indic uh, 
you know traditions and knowledge systems oh, very true, very the, true. the 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 quiz uh, program in all india quiz you know but i think you know we are much closer today to achieving uh, you know the dreams of uh, michelle ji and harikiran than we it were it will happen past. it will yes. happen yes yes uh, vishal ji would you like to say something in closing and then probably after that we could uh, close the session well we have a lot of work to do and i think i'll close on a funny note uh so shrinivas i would love to visit your home because i see a lot of books <laughs> my version of swarg so i'll come <laughs> I, i don't i don't think i can compare with yours but <laughs> and i apologize for not showing books behind me but, but the position of my internet cable uh, doesn't doesn't match my my uh, you know racks of books so anyway <laughs> but the books are there somewhere virtually and you just have to from which we get benefited all the time yeah so thank you very much everyone uh, we've had a wonderful four hour vipul has raised his finger After yes you once you are done yes you please go ahead vipul once you are done okay i'm done go ahead uh so shrinivas ji thank you so much for making this happen uh, you know you put in a lot of effort into this and uh, you have thanked us all and you know on behalf of all of us i thank you for arranging all of this and the hard work that you put into it all the preparation that you did all the study that you did and so on thank you so much without you uh, you know it wouldn't really have been the same thank you so thank you very much i'm just one of the foot soldiers of indic academy as a volunteer and i enjoy doing this thank you very much good night thank everyone you. thank and you thank, thank you, so you professor it was fantastic uh, having you and uh, hosting you thank you very much my 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 honor thank you thank you